And welcome to That Horrorcast. I'm Mallory Smart. And I'm Dmitry Samarov. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the 2015 American horror film, The Invitation, directed by Karen Kusama and written by Phil Hay and Matt Medfredi. The Invitation is about a once-loving couple, Will and Eden. After a tragedy took their son, Eden disappeared. Two years later, out of the blue, she returns with a new husband and as a different person, eerily changed and eager to reunite with her ex and those she left behind. Over the course of a dinner party in the house that was once his, the haunted will is gripped by mounting evidence that Eden and her new friends have a mysterious and terrifying agenda. But can we trust Will's hold on reality, or will he be the unwitting catalyst of the doom he senses? Well, cool. Yeah, thank thank you for being patient. So, how old are you? Thirty five, right? Yes, twenty nine. I'm twenty nine now. Ah, oh, damn! You're, you're almost there. Old age. I know. It's it's all gonna change so soon. Mm. It's gonna be different. It's gonna be over. I'm not gonna be able to trust myself. You know. Mhm. You can't. You cross that threshold, and it's over. How old do we think the characters in this movie are? Because they don't really specify. They just kind of give, like, you know that, like, the, the invi- have kids. Yeah. The invitation. Yeah. They're supposed to have kids. So, like, yeah, the whole, the central thing is that the the former couple, is, they had a kid who died. Do they even say how he died? They reference it. And, like, I had to watch it. I, I watched it three times. Once myself... Mm-hmm. Second time, I made people watch it with me, and then the third time, I watched it this morning, <laughs> just to be reminded, because I was like, how the fuck did the kid die? But Do they actually so spell stupid. it out? Yeah. Um, you know how he keeps having those weird, like, flashback things of, like, them having, like, a backyard party? Yeah. Apparently, the kid was playing, like, with bats with another kid, and I think the other kid hit him in the head with a bat, something like that. Oh. They, the, Fuck! I missed that. I I, yeah. I just watched it two days ago. They I mean, like, I, it doesn't it. really. Like, it, it's a one-line thing. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's it's just the the thing that it's this trauma that's fucked up their whole lives and set set them all on the weird paths that they end up on. So, okay, say, and that kid was what, like eight or something? Or I'm bad at telling kids his age. Six, eight. I mean, he's under ten, right? So they they've got to so. be at they've got to be at least thirty, you know. They <laughs> I have would say a really nice setup for people. But then again, I think they do say that um, what the wife's name or the ex-wife her name is Eden. God, that's all right. Yeah, she's from mo- yeah. He he tells the new girlfriend she's that from she's money. from money. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, no, 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 none of these people are hurting much uh, financially. That's that's for sure. I'd be like for people who are in their mid thirties, they're doing quite well in life, quite well. No, they're doing fine, and you know, none of them seem to. I mean, they spend very little time talking about their jobs, you know, <laughs> or like what they do for money. So the money is not really a problem in this anybody in for anybody in this movie. It really isn't. I mean, you know, they do they do reference one person's job. Um, it's the one chick who ends up actually getting the bad vibes and leaves. Oh, the one that leaves, yeah. 
she's, she's the party. Professor. She's Debbie Downer. Yeah, she doesn't belong with them anyways. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> well, you know, if you tell me a weird story where it's like, oh, I accidentally killed my wife in a fit of rage. I did my time, and now I feel better. Pain is optional. I'd be like, all right, goodbye now. <laughs> Oh, then you'd want to leave. So you're saying she's being normal. <laughs> I'd say she's probably the most normal person at that party. Her or, yeah. uh, what is it? His name is Will? I think his girlfriend is probably one of the more normal ones, too. She just doesn't. Kira, that's her name. She just doesn't. Kira, see Kira is the new aspect. girlfriend. Kira is the new girlfriend. Yeah. And, and Will is the main guy. So I think her and, let's just say, Professor, whoever the fuck, who left, they're the only ones who really actually understand. Although the thing, normal. The, I will say, though, with Kira, though, she kind of gets with, with the, she gets into the party and stuff. Towards the end, she just becomes one of the sheep, you know, following. Like, up until, like, shit gets really bad mm-hmm. and people start getting hurt and killing. Like, she's kind of into it, you know, she's playing along. I got the uh, <laughs> vibe that she was just trying to fit into the group. Like, she yeah. was not familiar with any of them, and she's like, oh, this is the natural dynamic? Okay. Yeah. This is this is what we do. We we, we come over a person's house, and we watch a video of a, of a lady dying, and then we talk here like a creepy older guy who doesn't seem to have any connection to us tell, tell us about how he killed his wife, but it's okay now. He's better. Okay, I have to say, I love that actor. He's a uh, oh, John Carroll Lynch. He plays the Zodiac Killer, or who would be the Zodiac Killer in that one movie by David Fincher. Oh yeah, yeah, and that, he also that did. Plays that's a John good Wayne movie. Gacy in American Horror Story. He's also, you know, who he, he's uh, he's uh, Francis McDormand's husband in Fargo. Oh wow! I forgot about that. I mean, it was a while ago, but yeah, he's the the guy that makes decoy ducks. He's That's good him. At the weird character. Yeah, yeah. Well, but but he looks like you know, he looks like Elmer Fudd or something. He looks really innocent and like he just looks like a farmer or something. But then he's always playing these people with a really dark something. Like he's got a secret. <laughs> he's always got a secret. He always says <laughs> Pruitt has a secret. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd probably be out the minute I heard the name Pruitt. I'd be like, what? Yeah. Okay. That, that's some weird vibes already. You know, I already know I'd survive because if I got the invitation, I just wouldn't go. Okay. So, so you would be the final girl of the invitation? I don't know if I'd even be in the movie. I'd be like, wow, I'm going to yeah. make up an excuse to I'm, get out of this. I'm out. Yeah. All yeah, these but then. People I haven't seen in years. Why are they trying to talk to me? So you wouldn't even be in the movie, really. No, I don't think you get to be a final girl if you're not in the movie. I guess, yeah, you got to make it all the way to the end to be the final girl to earn, to earn the the title. Or maybe like I'd show up late and be like, "Hey, the party start yet?" I was being fashionably late, and then find all the dead bodies. Mm. Oh, okay. And then Will and I know Will and Kira survive, and one of the friends does. Yeah, one of, one of the gay couple, uh, the the gay guys, I think is is still around at the end, See, and that's I when the, to they, say they that, go. But I didn't want to refer to them as that because I was like, I'm sure they have names. I just don't know. No, no, they're the gay guys. They're <laughs> like the 
the kind of like very fit, you know, good looking gay guys, I guess. They are quite, and, no, yeah. But the, yeah, and they go out on, on the deck and see all the lights lighting up, which is the last scene of the movie. I think that was actually probably one of the best scenes of the movie, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a really good ending, this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I have to, like, do, like, a spoiler alert, but, yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, we already discussed M- who lives Fucking movie seven, out, seven years old, you know, like... Like if you haven't seen it, it's too late. Plus, the, the million our millions of listeners don't tune in for like not spoilers or for for detailed analysis of structure or <laughs> story or any. I don't know why they tune in, but it's not for that. <laughs> God only knows. But okay. Well, well, the, on, on the next uh, control, you know, on the next survey group that we run, like the test test screenings and stuff we'll ask them (laughs) market research two issues with this movie they're not actually issues with the movie it's just actually just logistical one Uh because i also we just watched uh who invited them and they're both in hollywood hills yeah is the reception that bad there i i bet there's spots on the like uh, you know i mean you have to you know, you have to have those cell towers, you know, to catch the the signals. Yeah, I, uh, I bet there's spots. The, the richest people in LA usually. Yeah, you'd want to get away. I don't know. That that might be a plus. Maybe. I don't know. Let me imagine like a landline or something. But obviously, they did plan to make sure that nobody was able to get out, which then led to the other thing that I've never seen in my entire life. A door that has no doorknob. The front door. I've never seen one of those. How did it... I, I didn't remember that detail. Did it slide? Or, like, how did it open? It opened, um, but you had to put the key in for some reason, and the key, uh. like, would pull it open. It, it was very odd-looking. And if you remember, our main guy freaks out a few times when new husband doesn't put the key in and he's like well if there's a fire you have to put the key back in and he's like all right and like he's like making him all neurotic and gaslighting him about it well it's probably like because they it's this fancy she she like architect house you know there's probably some detail they just made up like some architect you know to make it different i don't know it did i don't know it 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 uh yeah I, I guess it didn't bug it it didn't stand out to me that uh I mean yeah I I don't know that it's quite why the fuck would you go to that party anyways I'm gonna say because he hasn't seen like most of those people in forever and yeah it's your ex-wife like yeah why would you go to your ex-wife's the house that you used to live in with with her. To to see all these friends that you're not friends with anymore because you had this traumatic thing happen and it, like it caused a rupture in this whole friend group, you know. And do you really want to fucking nice see all? Do you want to see husband? any of those people again? You know why? And you don't like the new husband clearly, like, and you're still like competitive with him, and you're still carrying a torch for your ex-wife clearly, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of vibe like if he was like carrying 
sorry, DT Robbins just messaged me a movie that's similar to this. Okay, I'll watch it. Oh, yeah. It's called Coherence, maybe. Mm. I've never heard I of it. I don't know. Though. Nope, don't know. It. Uh, similar to Invitation? Yeah, I posted that I was watching Invitation. And uh. he was like, oh, I know a movie similar. But, okay. I wasn't sure if he was carrying a torch for her or if he was just really, really, like, obsessed with her new weird personality. I I I think there was still some some stuff left. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, they had some like alone moments that seemed sort of like they could have gone a different a different way, you know, if nobody was around, say. Definitely. You know what I mean? If they weren't in the middle of a party. Potentially. <laughs> if she had not already been like, you know, sucked into the cult and doing barbiturates. Mhm. Yeah. There's a, I mean there's a lot of good stuff in this movie that's half explained and sort of like just under the surface. That immediately made me realize the career of one of the gay guys. He's either a pharmacist or a doctor because if you recall Will shows in the pills and asks Oh yeah, to okay. Them. So yeah, I mean yeah, I guess they do sometimes mention professions, but it doesn't seem like a big part of their life like it's not I don't know. Typically, like a lot of, you know, at a get together, people wind up talking about their jobs. You know, that's that's one of the typical things, and these people don't really do that. I guess when it's kind of like a reunion party, that's probably not something that comes up. Like if you haven't seen these people in a while, you just kind of like, I don't know, what the fuck were they talking about? Like when he came in, it just seemed like they're just small talking it up. Yeah. No, every everything in the movie is just a little bit off. Like it's sort of normal, but it's not. Mm-hmm. So maybe like shit, like the door not having a doorknob is part of it. Like mm-hmm. everything, everything is kind of just a little bit off. You know, this is a little bit not right. Mm-hmm. But even like the new husband being all like being too friendly, you know, and too welcoming, and they'll kind of blissed out. He felt so, like, the minute I saw him before I was aware of there even being a invitation cult, I was like, that's one culty motherfucker. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, he just gave very good cult vibes. Whoever played him did a great job. Yeah, that guy's good. I saw him. He used to be on a, he was on a show called, uh, set in New Orleans called Treme a while ago. He played, like, he's Dutch. He's, uh, like a musician or was a musician what is it about these actors who are like also musicians now you know talent pool is spread thin they gotta get (laughs) there's so many fucking shows that they've gotta get anybody with any kind of performative background you know up on screen because i was gonna say like just dipping into stranger things and dipping out almost all of them have bands yeah sure right out Yep. It's really weird. Not surprising. And there was, yeah, I think I texted you that, that weird thing. I forgot at the beginning that there was a, they run over that coyote and there's a scene in Get Out where, well, they run over a deer, but like it's sort of a similar thing where the, where the guy has to kind of mercy kill the, the injured animal. And in who invited them. Yeah. Remember they hit a, thing and they take the gun out to see if they and they can't find the animal yeah yeah Until well yeah who invited them the coyote or whatever that is 
Yeah, has has so many references to the invitation. Like <laughs> I understand why Duncan recommended this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, like Duncan might need to send some, send at least like a a very nice gift basket or perhaps some cash to Karen Kusama. <laughs> and I'll be like, I really liked every aspect. My movie is in the Hollywood Hills too. Yeah. I liked your movie so much. I made. A movie about it. <laughs> I made an unofficial sequel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do they ever say what Will does for a living? No, no. The the other like troubling thing about like you know, it's in the flashbacks. He doesn't have the beard, and he he looks so different. Like he's unrecognizable. I don't know. The thing that bothers me is that like obviously they're trying to show that like the beard might be like him like trying to be like oh he's distressed he grew out a beard or whatever he looks like 10 times better he looks like he's one of those guys that should always have a beard Mm -hmm. well because he's got a weak chin people with a weak chin you know like (laughs) benefit from a beard (laughs) it's just yeah like his look not good without a beard so i don't even understand why she was attracted to him eden without Uh the beard who knows? It was a it was a different world back then, different back when they were together and they had their child and you know, before before there was a cult <laughs> involved. So, I like the killing scene um, with the animal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like how oh, I the, which killing? Oh, at the beginning, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, because. Um, they actually tell everybody at the party about that. And I thought that was like so weird. Like who's like, Oh my God, you forgot to tell them this. And it's like, what? Mm. Like, how's that like a small talk intro? Like, how's your day going? I killed an animal. And everyone's reaction was, wow, that's so butch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I think it, that goes to this. I mean, they're certainly like very like, privileged and maybe kind of bored people that like that constitutes like an excite exciting episode or anecdote that they could share with their friends that's like something unusual that happened to them i don't know it sounds like, like in a in a certain way like they at least half of those people like you know getting invited to this weird cult dinner like it's probably like the most interesting that's thing that's ever happened to them you know <laughs> Very true. Very true. They like I don't know that I'd I'd want to be friends. Ever. Yeah, I don't know that I'd want to be friends with or spend time with most of those people away from like being brought together by this weird thing that's happening. <laughs> like my favorite people who I would have enjoyed talking to was you know cult husband. He seemed like he was an intriguing guy. And yep, that's it. Not Pruitt. You're not going to hang out with Pruitt. <laughs> No. Pruitt I mean, he might kill you. Lives. Yeah, he'd kill you if he said the wrong thing, but... <laughs> like, given, like, just... I don't know. He just has this really great presence of if I fuck, like, even look at you the wrong way, I might die. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in this movie that's just played off off screen. Like, like when the doc... When the professor lady leaves, I mean, they don't show, but you know he killed her, you know? Didn't let her leave. On that. What I was going to ask your opinion. Oh, on totally. That. He took because the uh, Will's looking out the window to make sure she, her. like, yeah. And then he's about to let her out, but then he stops her 
and then and then the the cult husband guy makes Will get away from the window at that point. Mm-hmm. So that's never resolved. But I mean, to me, it's resolved. He fucking killed her. He couldn't let her leave because she'd tell people, she tells the cops or somebody, you know, that there's something going on in this house. To be fair, they'd all be dead, though, by the time the cops would have gotten there. Well, well he, she, she'd want to give him a fighting chance. Hopefully. I imagine. Plus, they don't want their secret getting out about their wonderful death cult. Well, apparently that secret is a well known one in the hills. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a thousand different story, you know. Every every one of them is a separate different separate story. And I, who knows did did they all have kids killed with baseball bats? Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> you know, I find it fascinating cuz like I don't know, the whole vibe of the invitation cult and like pain being optional and everything. I guess I could sort of understand that weird over coping by killing ourselves or whatever weird cult thing. I don't know. I'm really trying to understand cults and I really suck at it. Oh yeah. Why well, there's ma- your friends though to like kill as well. Well, strength in numbers. I, I mean, this is the way religion works. In you know, like when you feel, you feel like you're part part of a community. Then also, there's less uh, responsibility on you as an individual mm-hmm. if you're all doing it. I suppose. I do know that she was really pissed when the drinking, the wine, didn't work out because that was how it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. And that ruined everything, as Sadie said. Remember when she attacked Will? Right. When, yeah. Yeah, he was like, don't drink that. And he knocked yeah. the wine out of everybody's hands. Yep. And that's why it's, that's a good, that was, that's also a good slow build because they, they keep commenting on how amazing this wine is and how rare it is and how expensive and stuff. So, you know, there's something bad about the wine. Mm-hmm. That's gonna happen, and and I mean, Will is resistant from the start. He only has like he picks up one glass. I don't know if he even actually drinks ever. He picks up a glass towards towards at least midway through, or towards the end. Uh, but I don't know if he ever actually drinks any of the wine. The only time he gets close to drinking the wine is when it occurs to him that it's probably gonna be poison. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, shit. I like the buildup, though, of is he neurotic? Is he paranoid? Is this all in his head? And then, uh, nope, yeah, in his head. People are dying. Well, because he goes back and forth, too. With him. He's fighting himself the whole, like, the whole time. Like, am I just being crazy? Kind of, you know? And he actually, like, I don't know, has, like, these go-to, like, powwows with, like, old friends that he barely knows. And be like, is this weird? And they're like, now nah, you're being neurotic. This is not weird. We understand you're just traumatized. Yeah, the movie does a really good job of not ever revealing who's all the way in and who's out on this cult thing, you know? I feel like I always knew that Pruitt and Sadie, but obviously they said that they met them in yeah. whatever cult resort getaway Well, place. Sadie is batshit crazy from the start. No shit. I mean, she's she's just like a fucking Manson girl, basically, you know? <laughs> She she's in it. She's ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's all she's a true believer. <laughs> but <laughs> I like that actress too. I've seen her in some, a couple of things. I don't remember where, but I, she's very familiar to me. 
<laughs> what is it? Um, that, that, in, is she in a teacher? Is that her? Yes. Yeah, she's in a teacher. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And she's in some TV, some of these like endless TV shows that are on now. Uh, no, that, they have that great scene where she tries to seduce him. Like I can make you love me. <laughs> like you're, you'd love me so much. You'd be. I don't, don't even have to touch you or something. Like just that. So hopefully, like totally, like kind of porno thing. <laughs> you know, she goes on. Well, as you said, I mean, at any point, any of this could have turned into a semi like porno moment. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. There are always weird buildups, but. Yeah, and there's all these like when they play their game, you know, about the, the I, I want. want. Yeah, like, and then, of course, Eden does like the, the the least the least expected thing, like to make out with the schlubby fat guy. You know, that was pretty great. I like that she like did with the schlubby fat guy because didn't she like bitch slap him earlier? Yes. Yeah, they had that weird scene where like she kind of turns on him. It's just one of the times that Will suspects there's some. Everybody's she's. Yeah, he's she's ta- he's talking to the fat guy, and they used to be business partners. I remember, yeah, when they greet each other, they had some business that failed mm-hmm. together, but and they're trying to catch up because they haven't seen each other. And then he asks, the, "What's the fat guy's name?" I don't even remember. <laughs> I really Anyways, don't know. Schlubby fat guy, and and he confirms that yeah, she's being very strange, you know. And then she comes in and, and slaps him. Okay, I'm, and then says she forgives him like a minute later. <laughs> Tommy and Miguel are the gay guys. I think Ben. Okay, might be him. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Ben. No, and I I didn't figure. Or whatever. I didn't think you were calling these up just from your memory banks. <laughs> <laughs> My memory's not that great, even though I just watched it. I do like, though, when she bitch slapped Ben, and she's like, this is why nobody takes you seriously or listens to you yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And he, like, that was, like, the thing. It was less the slap and more of a no one takes me seriously. No one likes me. Yeah. Like, that was the one that hurt him more. Which is, that's, like, doing things, like, undermine that kind of gaslighting shit is, like, that's how you get somebody to convert to your cult, you know? Yeah. You make them question things that you know, you know? I've always known, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I've never joined a cult, but there's many. Yeah, if you're curious about it, there's so many documentaries that you can watch about the major ones, you know, like like Jonestown and all these other ones. Yeah, I've seen some about that. And, you know, it, it was definitely that would made me, obviously, more suspicious of the wine, too, with the whole drink the Kool-Aid thing. Yeah. But that and obviously, like, her into barbiturates heavily and then pushing alcohol as much as possible on everybody. I was like, yeah. they're going to poison some shit. They're making it all too ceremonial, the dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're all kind of a little bl- a little too blissed out <laughs> for, for their own good. And like, just like for a random, like get together for it to be like, this is a huge to do. We only live once everything i think this is just overall this is just a really this is like a psa or cautionary tale about not to not to restore ties with people that you that you've lost touch with just forget them yeah 
Because, look, they've all joined cults and they're crazy or they become religious. And it's, you know, you, you lost touch with them for a reason. Make Go make yourself some new friends. Forget those old people forever. That's yeah, I think I'm that's the you. lesson of this movie. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, I wouldn't have invite, like, accepted the invitation. I'd be like, why the hell are you talking to me? At least there's no living children for us to hate in this movie. That's like, the, the child is dead already. <laughs> and I saw him so briefly where I couldn't actually like hate him. Because, yeah, you can yeah. start to like or hate him. He he's just the pretext for the to kick off the plot of this movie. Yeah, it's like you get an echo of him a little bit, and it's like, all right, yeah, he affected them, but that's it. Yeah. Meanwhile, like. Yeah, I think every other movie we've watched that had even a kid that was, like, even whispered about, we hated them. So, yeah, uh, yeah, now if we're talking about, like, this whole setup or, like, being in touch with exes. Do you keep in touch with any exes? I was just thinking about that because you know how I was saying that, and I am busy uh, Wednesday, that is. Oh, Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. That's not an ex, but it's a friend who, like, drops in and out of my life. Like, yeah. I don't know, will hit me up, like, once every year or every two years. I actually, like, I was in the middle of a hangout with friends, and I looked up to Blunt, and I was like, oh, guess who just reached out to me? Jersey. He's, you know, back in our life again. He wants to hang out. But Is he, he just, just a like, traveling person, or...? <laughs> I want to say he travels a lot, but really it's just one of those you popped back into his mind thing. But I was going to say I have an ex-boyfriend who used to be like that, and Belent mentioned that. He's like, it's so weird. It's been a couple years since you've had that yearly check-in. Yeah, because, like, yeah, the reason we were delayed today, so I was was packing off something, was that my college girlfriend got in touch this morning because she found out it was my birthday. Aww. And, and which was nice, happy birthday, but I guess she decided like that this would be a good occasion to buy a painting from me. So we went through, like, uh, I sent her some pictures of things I had available, and she chose one, and I spent this morning packing up this painting, and that's when, and, uh, and then I weighed it, and I was going to, buy postage for and that's when I ran out of money and found out my credit card was frozen. <laughs> that's See. what delayed our that's what delayed our taping. <laughs> Gotta just shut them out of our lives. <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah. No, no, she's nice, Caroline. She's nice. Uh, but <laughs> and it, it's very generous to to buy a painting from me and now I have one less painting, which is always the goal. <laughs> that's, that's very cool but yeah no the one ex who always would hit me up I want to say the last time maybe it was like 27 28 uh huh yeah and then I don't know just mysteriously dropped off and I'm like I'm okay with that yeah yeah I used yeah I try to keep up with some, but yeah some of them like yeah it just doesn't work <laughs> well this like, one it was just like every year or so he'd be like let's hang out and like it'd be uh-huh. a totally normal hangout and then eventually he'd be like have you ever thought about what it would be like if we stayed together right yeah he waits as long as he can right mm-hmm. to, to spring that to spring the ulterior motive 
And then it's like, you literally are in the house that I live in with my boyfriend, <laughs> as you're right. telling me. Right. It's kind of like the invitation. Yeah. Like, yeah. if it would have been totally inappropriate for Will to, like, try try to make out with Eden, you know, <laughs> or something, <laughs> to get with her. You're like, you know, I'm married again, right? <laughs> <laughs> or for, you know, Kira to be like, I, I thought we were together now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the thing is it's only possible if both sides have made their peace with whatever, how things ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one that like I had to stop being in touch because sooner or later it would always revert to not even like getting back together, but the dynamic of being a couple. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, I, I don't have to put up with this shit because we're not in a relationship. So... <laughs> Like, if we're gonna be friends, the the rules and pr- like the level levels of like whatever <laughs> this kind of dynamic, oh, you you don't get to do this. These are not the privileges of friendship. They're the privileges of romantic relationships. You know, you put up with a different level of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think <laughs> your benevolent dictatorships. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. These are, you sign up for those, but like when you sign out, when you when when you leave that party, you know, then you don't you don't have to keep playing by those same rules anymore. And that that's the benefit of a breakup. It really know? is. <laughs> that's what you're breaking up from, is that you you you've chafed under the whatever the conditions, and you don't want to live under them anymore. So, I would say that like that person who would like dip in and out of my life and would always be like, have you ever thought about what it'd be like if we'd still be together? I still have a screenshot of like a really long, like letter they sent me once, like five Uh, years ago about how I'm the only one that they loved. I don't uh, know why it gives me a self-esteem boost. (laughs) That, you know, you need those, but it does remind (laughs) me of Will's dynamic with Eden a lot where it's like, he just kind of keeps like reliving their relationship. Yeah, I mean, they're really the if I think the shittiest position for anybody in this movie is really Kira. Probably, yeah, she, she walks into this anybody. fucking thing. She didn't. She didn't deserve any of this shit. You know what I mean? She doesn't have all this history or like this baggage. Like I'm not sure. <laughs> had she met any of those people before? No, no, they were all new to her. Yeah, they were all new to her. I feel like because I think it had a justice for Kira moment. Yeah, I mean, I think it had been at least several years since all of that shit went down, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's Will is trying to rebuild his new life. I just he's a fucking dick for accepting that invitation. Is also what I think. <laughs> and she's supportive of it, and that's why I think it's so weird. No, she's like the 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 nicest new girlfriend ever, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she was too understanding. I'm sure after that, she night, must she really love like, his never again. Love, love his haunted, haunted, haunted ass. <laughs> Be like, I really love the way you kind of stare off into the distance and are just like not present for long. Time I love how, time. Uh, yeah, I love how aloof you are, baby. It's, a, I know it's the quality that many women seek in men, like aloofness, like being remote. That women love that. I guess. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love when I'm trying to talk to you and it's like you're not even there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, I said to say your name over and over and be like, Will, Will. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're with us now? Good. Yeah, it's like, come back to Earth, ghost boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she really is. She's the innocent in all of this, isn't she? Yeah, she didn't sign up for any of this crap. I mean, you know, you can argue one way or the other that some of these other people, they have this history and they want to relive it or they want to, re I don't know, reconnect or what have you. But what the fuck is... Yeah, what's her aside from being having the misfortune of choosing a bad boyfriend, you know, the the wrong boyfriend. She didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> See, the wrong fatal misstep is agreeing to go to a party with people you don't know and you're well aware that it's his ex wife. It's like I think the fatal know. misstep is always just agreeing to go to the party, to any party. I, I'm I'm so I think there. it's always a mistake. I already like before we did this was writing out potential title ideas, so <laughs> Yeah. It, Don't ever go to a party ever. <laughs> it's another world. Another. Don't reconnect with old friends and don't ever go to parties. <laughs> this is, these are the prescriptions of that horror cast for, really for how to live. <laughs> Avoid people at all times. No, no, I mean, like, one at a time. Like, I really, I mean, this is, I mean, this has been my whole life, really, but like, yeah, one more, one or one or two people like that's that's the kind of interactions where I can function or thrive. But once you get to a group, I am the I do become will. I start just looking out the window, you know what I mean, or looking at books, or looking somewhere, you know. Because I, I can't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to spread my attention that way, the way people do at parties. I can properly socialize in the dynamic that you just described, like where it's only like one or two people, but like, you know, like kind of how we met uh, Brian and Heather. Is that her name? Oh, yeah, yeah. See, I could do that. Yeah. But like at a party, like, you know, when I was texting you that one time. Yeah. To get the fuck out. Yeah, you were at the invitation. <laughs> oh my god, it really was because like it was people. I there was didn't weirdness know. at that party too, right? There yeah. was some weird shit going on there. People I didn't know, and there was some frat boy guy or something. Or... It was his house. And yeah, yeah. He spent like four hundred thousand dollars on a house, and it turned into a frat house kind of vibe. I was like, who spends that money and then turns it into that? Well, it's maybe it's what he knows and loves. I, don't, I don't. wouldn't pretend to know, but as I said, like I'd never met him before, and I have been in a relationship with Blunt for ten years, and they're best friends in high school. So yeah, you were you were Kira at that party. I was. <laughs> You're just lucky you didn't like buy die by murder-suicide in a death cult. <laughs> the worst thing that happened is that one person, like, just sat next to me and wouldn't stop talking. Oh, boy. Yeah, like, they offered me a cigarette, and they're like, can I get you a drink? And they just would not stop telling me about their life. And I just would be like, I'm texting you at this exact yeah. time. <laughs> right, yeah, that's when you almost went to have falafels with me down the street. Falafel is <laughs> always better than a party. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but, like, people keep doing this, keep having these get-togethers with lots of people, and it it seems to always be awkward, and there's always at least, a, like, a big percentage of those people that are not having a good time, but people keep doing this. I don't know why. 
You could tell, like, there's that sense of unease. Like, I, I could tell you at that party that I was at, like, everyone was a little, like, kind of squirmy, not really wanting to be there. And th- we were all around the same age as these yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird to me, but. So, yeah, it's. So, I guess we can congratulate ourselves. We wouldn't be. We wouldn't accept the invitation to the death party. Like. I would hope hope not. But then it's one of those things where I am Kira to a certain degree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess you. I it occasionally. Who knows? Is there a can you is there a group of people like from I don't know college or high school that you could invite like that have a party that you can invite and bring Bolette to so Bolette could be the Kira? I, I <laughs> So you can pay him back? The most I've ever done is like I've made him do like really hardcore literary events. Oh yeah, yeah, you tormented him with well, you tormented him with a book fair the other a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> That's nothing compared to some of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I once made him do a three-day-long one. Oh, really? And, like, we were with these people the entire time. Oh, uh, Jesus. It's like sleepaway camp or something. I know. And they're some of the more weird writer folk. Uh so. No, those are... Uh, I, th- I thought Bri- Brian and Heather were, were nice. Yeah, they're some of the normal ones. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, if any of the people in that one, like, lit party. Because I did it twice. They did it um, three times in a row. We went to the last two. It was in Denver. And, you know, I don't know, but that's how I met Nate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just finished uh, I just finished his he gave me a couple of his books when I went to Kansas. I finished a uh, wallop. Hmm. That was good. That's the, uh, uh, and yeah, Brian put that out. Yeah. Brian I think it's it. wild that he's going to shut down house of lad. Oh, is he? Oh, you missed that part. He was yeah. saying that at reckless records. Oh, I missed it. He's, he's shutting it down. Yeah. He said he needs a break and I could totally understand it. He was saying that, it's making reading feel like work and not fun. And I could totally relate to that. Oh, me too. Uh, I, I'm sort of burnt out because, because I've done all these, I've done a bunch of book reviews in a row and it's making me like, not like, I think I'm going to stop doing book reviews for at least a few months because I'm not enjoying books anymore. I'm just, I'm just thinking about how, what I'm going to write about them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how I have to put put it, and that's not that's not good. But like, yesterday, as part so of my books sent to me, and I just can't, I can't even keep up with them. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, yesterday, as part of my birthday festivities, I went to uh, Pilsen Community Books and bought uh, a copy of uh, Don DeLillo's White Noise because I wanted to reread it because that movie's about to come out of it. There's a Netflix movie coming out based on White Noise. Really? And I started reading that, and that's it's really great. It's a great book. He's a great writer, but yeah, yeah, it's with uh, with Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig. It's a Noah Baumbach movie. It's about to come out in that's a couple a good months. Combo. Yeah, you know. I was worried it was going to be a little. Overblown, knowing Netflix, but no, that's that's a good combination. Who knows though? But like, 
Yeah, but he's Don DeLillo is one of those writers that they've never. I mean, there's never been a successful movie adaptation. I don't think. I mean, I know some people yeah, like Cosmopolis. I don't. I don't like Cosmopolis. I hate that but, one. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know if anybody else has even tried it. Uh, I mean, he's just one of those writer writers. You know what I mean? He writes books, and they're supposed to just be books. Uh, I don't know if it's translatable or not, but that's. I picked up White Noise because I just. I I know I'm I'm probably going to review it for the reader of the movie. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to refresh my memory on the book. That's cool. Netflix is doing a lot of uh, book adaptations lately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. You're going to plunder literature for your content, your, your, your pieces of your filler to fulfill all the gaping voids in, in your programming. I don't know. I guess they started up that that Dahmer show too. Are you watching that already, or did you have to question that? <laughs> I guess not. I feel very fucked up because a lot of people were saying, like, they're messaging me, like, "Holy shit, this is so graphic!" And some of them were like, "I could only do like one, two episodes at a time." Yeah. And I was just like, I I sat down there for like ten hours straight and watched it totally. Oh, you through. watched the whole thing. Yeah, and I was just like curious. I was like, well, "What's graphic? What, what's disturbing?" <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was so like confused. I'm like, "Are we watching the same thing? What, what is it? It's Jeffrey Dahmer. What, what did you think you were gonna watch?" Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna be a sitcom, I imagine, but <laughs> it's like one of the like most. He, he was cannibal. Like, what did you think this is just gonna be totally off screen? And they'd be like, "Ah, he ate his victims." Who who plays him? Is it a famous person or Evan Peters? Uh, oh, okay, I know who that is. He's in a lot of those like horror shows and stuff. Yeah, he's in almost every season of American Horror Story except for right. like two or three of them. Okay, and he had to take time off because playing deranged white. Yeah, he's actors. always like the yeah. the like young kind of like prototypically good looking guy who's actually crazy. <laughs> like in the first one he's a school shooter and another one he's like a mass murderer like okay he's been training his whole life basically to be Jeffrey Dahmer yeah <laughs> and he did a very good job I mean even the guy who made my friend Dahmer was like holy shit this is amazing <sighs> yeah so did you like it I very much enjoyed it yes yeah people all over TikTok are giving weird reactions. I mean... <laughs> is TikTok the place you comment on TV shows now? I guess no, so. <laughs> it's just one of those things where I just occasionally scroll, and that's how you know that like the algorithm gets you. All I keep getting now are like Jeffrey Dahmer jokes. Well, of course, because that's because it's tracking all, all your activity. I know. It's just like, it, ah, it she's knows. in a Dahmer mood. Okay, just keep giving it to her. Dahmer, Dahmer, Dahmer. You're like a one-issue voter. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll watch that or not. I it, it would involve turning on Netflix again, which I'm always hesitant to do because I always I always feel bad afterwards. Honestly, it's like it's like going through the drive like the McDonald's drive-through for me for movies. You know, <laughs> like turning on Netflix is that like you feel that shame afterwards. You know, you know you did the wrong thing. 
see, I don't have that, but I do have that with McDonald's. So, <laughs> well, to me, yeah, Netflix is definitely like has the junk food th- factor for me. I no, the only recommend it if you like watching serial killer biopics. Yeah, I can. I, I could come and go. I mean, it's it's sort of it's it's a flip side of the. It's kind of like the Marvel universe. You know what I mean? In a way. Just for for people with different tastes, but like I don't know sort of, it they, draws me to it, but I, I loved it. Yeah. But Hello. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I thought that I lost you. Yeah, I mean, I like that one. We talked about it before. The one with the, my friend Dahmer about baby Dahmer, <laughs> young boy Dahmer. Followed me on Twitter. <laughs> What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I spoke too much about Jeffrey Dahmer for a couple of yeah. days. Dahmer, Dahmer, Dahmer. <laughs> they did a really good job. Because actually yeah. there are like two episodes that basically are from like basically. Just oh, they cover that same time. Yeah. yeah, they actually film the same house and everything, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's a 10-episode series. They're not just going to be like, and this is him going on a murder rampage. Like, yeah. No, they're going to show how he turned into that and from early age. So you feel like you have a, a real insight into the into the psychology of a serial killer now? Honestly, I think that maybe that's what made it not feel graphic to me. I already knew a lot about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. So maybe that's what... Didn't shock me. <laughs> you were already a super fan. Not even. It's like I hate that vibe because everyone's like, "Oh, you're a fan of it," and it's like, I don't know. I think it's just an intrigue. I like. I tried to talk to my therapist about it yesterday too. Oh yeah. Did did she edge away from you as the session went on? <laughs> no. Like she was even saying, she's like, you know, I've had quite a few patients watch that. I'm gonna have to watch that. Right. And, well, yeah, she, yeah. She she does because for her. For her career, for her job, because she'll need to know what they're talking about. She does do it too, like when you like. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. But she was definitely trying to be like, "You're you're not psychotic for enjoying serial killer content." But it's one of those things where I could tell in her head where she's like, "I think I think you're not. I don't know." No, I yeah, I, I doubt I doubt it's like good for you, but. This is this is the same argument that they used to use in the eighties, where you know, if if you listen to metal music, you become a killer, you know, kind of thing. You know, like you you start worshiping the devil, like like no. You you listen to metal music to to not worship the devil, you know, to get that out of your system, whatever the bad thoughts. I'm say if there's anything I've learned from all these serial killer things, none of them like metal music. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single serial killer likes like metal music. Only that... like Richard Ramirez. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer was like shockingly into Casey and the Sunshine Band. Well, that makes that makes sense. Oh, it definitely I mean, fits that personality for sure. Well, like you know what he wanted to be, what he was, you know. I mean, he was a gay guy, you know, who wanted to like be a cool gay guy. He wasn't, but. Yeah. I think like he told So Casey and the Sunshine Band is that would be the soundtrack of that for for the age he was, you know. 
Yeah, it was a soundtrack, you know, when he was, you know, drilling. Of gay clubs, yeah. Skulls, yeah, after he picked him up from the gay clubs. Yeah, they would be playing Casey and the Sunshine Band, sure. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know how we got in the Dahmer thing, but. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, we went Invitation, then we went to X's, then we went to. Yeah, I can't. Something yeah, about I don't remember. Books that are adaptations into Netflix. Yeah. And then you mentioned Dahmer. Right, yeah, but yeah, because I mentioned yeah, the, the white noise uh, thing and that, that got got us into the net Netflix universe. And that oh, and then I, I asked you I asked you about Dahmer. Because we were talking about lit friends and then I was saying how crazy it is that Brian isn't going to be doing books anymore and bam, connected it. Do you think that's a like a temporary thing, or is he's gonna quit quit for real? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not really great at reading uh, people like him, people I don't know well. Yeah. So I I really couldn't say, but he might just be taking a break and calling it quitting. I mean, he's pretty into the community, so I can't imagine him wanting to stay away from long. Maybe just a couple of years, kind of how Noah Cicero did for a couple of years. Oh, did he quit for a while? Yeah, for a couple of years he. Like, but Noah Cicero away. wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't have a publishing house. He was just not publishing books, right? Yeah, so he just he wasn't really. Well, I don't know if he wasn't writing, but he wasn't putting it out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know the book that he's promoting now is just republished. It's a book that he wrote like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if there are any differences in it. I have the original, but. Yeah, I mean, as you know, it's it's a ton of work, and uh, you know, for not, I mean, the reward of it is is the thing itself. It's not like you know, you're not going to become rich or famous necessarily r- running a small press, you know. No. Even though, I mean, you know, Brian, someone who knows who you are. Yeah, I mean, Brian's press has published some very well received books, you know. Yeah. Like that John Lindsay book, I know, did real well, you know. Which one is that? Uh, Body High. Oh, okay, yeah, I have that. Yeah. But yeah, That's he's good... done some really good ones. I think it's because he's been around for so long. He's been around for like so many more years than I have. Well, he's what's he? What did he say he was? He was like forty or forty-one or something. Oh, he's shit. around forty, I think. I think he said he was like born in nineteen seventy-eight. Okay. So that would make him 43, 44. Yeah. yeah if Brian's okay. listening, then he'll probably be like, damn it, Mal, you aged me. Who knows? Right. Why Why isn't he, he... He probably likes horror movies. He should come on the show. You know, it's funny. Like, his whole... He had a band that was, like, totally, like, vampire rock-themed. Right. I mean, he dresses like a vampire. <laughs> a little bit. I got to tell you, him and his black on black on black blows my mind because the one time I spent a weekend with them in Miami, it was like uh-huh. 100 degrees, same outfit. Yeah, yeah. No, no. He, he's one of those people that's very committed to a look, uh, which is, you know, admirable. But no, there's a bunch of those kind of gothy people in in Florida. I mean, my, my ex, who she was from Miami. I think I, I talked to Heather about her. She grew up in North Miami Beach, and she was definitely a gothy, very gothy kind of person, you know, a lot of black. See, I could do black, but I don't think I could do, like, 
that many layers of black. I I'd pass out with that and the heat. Like I can. Yeah, but they mostly spend their time inside the mall, inside Hot Topic, or wherever they hang out, or the the disco, or like that's that's the ex of that used to hang out in the underage club where uh, Marilyn Manson hung out to pick up underage girls. Oh, that's classy. When it was Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids, and he was still <laughs> he was still Brian Warner. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, it was like a it was like an underage kind of like goth disco and like in a strip mall. That's where he that's where he hung out. <laughs> yeah, the idea of just a disco in a strip mall. Wow, that's so weird. It's like in that movie that we, in the seventies movies Sunshine. we saw. Blue Sunshine. Yeah. You yeah. gotta have you know different activities for the young people, and if they're living their whole lives in the mall, like why? Sure, you'd have to have a, a dance club you know i know there was a dance club around where i grew up um it's called club soda (laughs) i know it was so dorky wow i never went (laughs) oh it was like an all-ages place or yeah it was all ages but i had a lot of friends who would be like oh let's go friday night and i'd be like sure and then i would just like not answer my phone (laughs) yeah like that or like you know whatever the roller rink or like those kinds of places like where young people hang out yeah i would do that occasionally because i like oh you went to the roller rink yeah you know i've never learned i never learned roller skating or ice skating oh wow don't know how to do it boo won't do it because uh he insists okay one he he's not good with pain uh (laughs) as much as I am, he insists that like pain is ten times worse for him than it is for me, and I'm just like, what bullshit is that? But he refuses to do those things because he's like, and Mallory, if you fall, it's a shorter fall. If I fall, it's a big fall. <laughs> and I was just like, I I don't know how to take that. Man, he is a really a delicate flower, isn't he? I know. He's also he's like, I have no ass to land on. And I'm just like, that part's true, but Well, maybe you should take him to McDonald's more often, get get some fat on him. <laughs> he is like the weirdest person ever. I try to fatten him up. I've been trying to fatten his ass up for a while. It, just, it never goes to his ass. Well, it's just a matter of time. With once he hits a certain age, it'll start. <laughs> once he gets to that age, I'm gonna be like, "Okay, we're going ice skating now." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you have something to land on, okay? <laughs> but like, seriously, like, I know he doesn't listen to this, so I don't give a shit. Like, he's yeah. had it. You know where you hit like your funny bone. You're uh-huh. like, the fuck is that? He does it, and he'll get, like, dizzy and nauseous from it. What? I know, or I'm just like, that is some weird aversion to pain. Like, you cannot handle that. So what do you do to get him to recover? Or... I, he just has to sit it out for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I'm known as the weak person because I have motion sickness, and it's like, you know what? At least I could take a hit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have four older siblings. We wrestled. What are you going to do? We played sports. You know. Right. Yeah. You had to fight your way out to survive. I really <laughs> did. If I wanted to watch TV ever, definitely. 
the if if you wanted to watch the, the latest serial killer TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, honestly, I just had to sit with my older sister if I wanted to do that. But yeah, if I wanted to watch something I wanted to watch, I had to fight my brother for it because he liked watching those fake wrestling shows. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Me get rid of those shows. They're so fucking annoying. The wrestling. It's so ridiculous, and it, it's I so big. I don't get it. It's fake as shit, and it always leads to. I've I've seen my nephews do this, and it's the same thing my brother used to do. Practice the bullshit moves. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's fake, but like, well, it's like dance. I mean, people it's get real. Yeah. No, but they have real injuries because you know it's it's hard to do all that stuff, the flying around and stuff, you know, through the air. They do hurt themselves. I do remember watching when I was a kid, and the one guy died. Yeah, uh, I don't there's lots. You know the really good documentaries, the one about uh, what's his face. Uh, uh, oh, what's that guy's? What's that act, that crazy actor who? Uh, Arquette is it David Arquette or? Yeah. He becomes a wrestler, like late, like. A few years ago, he wanted he had his lifelong dream of being a wrestler, so he went and trained with people like and got beat up and shit. Yeah, I mean, he actually that had a movie cra- that yeah. was like where he was obsessed with wrestlers. Yeah, that's yeah. This is like a couple of years ago. There's this documentary about his quest to like become a like a, fight a real fight. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it creates some weird. I don't know. Masculinity thing. I don't get it. Yeah. I, I don't think I've met any girls who are into wrestling. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there's some. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> there are some. Yeah. yeah. But maybe Eden from this movie would be into it. She was pretty hype. <laughs> Eden would be into pro wrestling. <laughs> no, she, she had some moves. <laughs> I do like, though, at the end when she was just, like, finally, like, giving into her actual personality. Be like, okay, I do. I miss our son. Yeah. I, the pain was not optional. I lied, basically. Well, yeah, that, but that was on her deathbed, basically. She's, she's about to die when she says that, you know? Yeah. Well, that's because that's, like, it's showing that she's snapping out of the cult mindset for a second or whatever, you know? I think she like started to snap out of it once she realized that shit got out of control and it was no longer going to be peaceful. <laughs> like when she's I, like, "Wait, they're not all drinking it. We're murdering everybody now." No, this is not how it's supposed to go. Oh, I yeah, I guess we're doing the wrong thing, not the right thing. We're not we're not taking them all to paradise, to a better place. I like that <laughs> the way she reacted kind of vibed in the kind of way where I'd imagine that a woman like throwing a dinner party would react. If something else went all wrong. Oh, if if the if your like centerpiece like dish didn't got burnt in the in the oven or something or exactly <laughs> she's like this is not how it was supposed to be this oh my god we planned this for weeks and weeks and months and this has all just gone to shit like and then you have to backtrack and you have to apologize you have to everybody yeah. yeah then you have to kill everybody. Well, sorry, Except this didn't work out. You can't you just down the drink quickly. Well, because you don't want it getting around the, 
your shishi neighborhood that your your like dinner party is shitty. You would never get invited. How could you show your face in public after that? You know, especially in that neighborhood, seems mm-hmm. like they really talk. I know. No shit. Well, seems seems like we covered it more or less. So takeaways: don't keep track with old friends that you left for a reason. Don't go to and parties. don't go to parties ever. Yeah. And also, wrestling sucks. <laughs> All right, so I guess I—it's my choice next, huh? Uh huh. Have you ever seen parents? Mm-mm. Speaking of cannibalism, no, I have not. It's a—it's a movie from the '80s starring uh, Randy Quaid, and it's about. Let me see if it's. I hope I don't know if it's available places or not. But if it is, it might be a good one. 1989 film, black yes. comedy horror film. That. Is it? Can you search? Can you see if it's? Oh yeah, you, you can. You can rent it on Prime. That means you can find it places. It's also on Tubi. Oh wait. No wait. Which? Randy Quaid, Mary Beth Hurt. Yeah, Sam that one. Dennis. Oh, there's another one from 2016. <laughs> I, I clicked on the wrong thing. Yeah, that one. Okay, it's on Tubi. So it's, it's fine. Oh, it's on Tubi. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's let's do that one. I'm off with a free <laughs> option. Like, yes. Yeah, it's it's kind of a kind of a fun movie and I haven't seen it in a very long time. Okay. I do want to give you a heads up that the movie I might pick next is probably going to be a very cheesy one that's on Netflix. So Terrific. What's what's that? It's called The Wretched. Okay. Yeah. Is that a newer movie or? It was from 2019 and it has to do with a witch. <laughs> it's not not Ratchet, not not Nurse Ratchet who just died, right? No. <laughs> okay. She's a good actress. She was a good actress. She was. Louise Louise Fletcher, yeah. <laughs> she was in some other stuff, but yeah, she'll always be remembered as Nurse Ratchet. So I will watch Parents, and we will figure out when to record. Sweet. Looks like it Sounds was a like... cheap film, only $3 million. Well, yeah, directed by Bob Balaban, who's a really good actor. Uh, I think it may be the only movie he directed, or it was for a while at least, but he's a really good actor. What is uh, he in? Oof. Uh, he was in, let's see. He was in a lot of those Christopher Guest comedies, like Waiting for Guffman and Best in Show. Do you ever see those? Mm-hmm. And f- he's in, uh, he's in some Wes Anderson movies. He's in, he's in a bunch of stuff. So he's, he's just kind of like those like background actors who. He's like, a he's kind of he's a character actor mostly, yeah. Yeah, like where like if I see him, I'd be like, oh, I know that guy. But also, yeah, he's from the family. He's from Chicago. He's from the family that used to run the Balaban and Katz Theater. It was a early theater chain, movie theater chain. Hmm. So he's sort of from, you know, Hollywood movie royalty in a way. Who isn't these days? Oh, wow. He's his. I'm looking up his Wikipedia. One of his early uh, appearances in, is in Midnight Cowboy. He goes Ooh. way back. Cool. I'll have to see who he is. 
Yeah, he's got one of those familiar faces. You'd probably recognize him if you saw his face. Let me look up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I definitely know who that guy is. Yeah. Yeah, he shows up in a lot of he shows up in a lot of stuff. He is one of those that I just said, kind of like background actors where you're like, this guy looks very familiar. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, he's, a, yeah, right. He's in Ghost World. He's in Gosford Park. He's in Capote. He's in, uh, man, a lot of shit. Okay, I'd like to point out, I just found out, I see the screenshot of him in Midnight Cowboy, and he looks a lot like Jack Antonoff. Very weird. Uh- Oh yeah. So yeah. Are, are you are you now attracted to him? <laughs> I I don't like Jack Antonoff anymore. Oh, what happened? His music just got like really, I don't know, like commercial, too commercial. Not being hipstery, but he did like. A well, song see, for, yeah. Like, every meetings. ever ever since him and Lena Dunham went their se- went their separate ways, it's, it's, it hasn't been right. <laughs> I never thought I'd think that, but now I'm just like, can you please, like, can she divorce her random guy no one's ever heard of, and can you guys get back together? Oh, I like your art better. Is she married now, or? Yeah, to some musician that, like, nobody knows. Oh. And I just, it... he's getting married to, I, I, I'm Margaret Quayley? Oh, yeah, that's... I think that's one of Marilyn Manson's exes. I think she is. She was with like a lot of people. I know she was like with Pete Davidson at some point. Oh, she so she 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 goes with all the dirtbags, huh? Shia LaBeouf, I see. Yeah. So she she, she only likes guys that that like smacking smacking her around, I guess. So now I'm just kind of like questioning, like if Jack Antonoff is even a good guy. Uh oh. Like, I don't know if that's like who you're going for all the time. I mean, un- un- unless she's she's turning a leaf and maybe he is the nice guy. Who knows? I know. Maybe like, oh my god, at last, someone who doesn't beat me. Right. <laughs> I just I, I just reviewed uh, Lena Dunham's new movie for the reader. Which one is it? It's okay. Uh, Catherine called Birdie. It's okay. it's based on a children's book. It's about a girl who's about to be like married off in the 13th century in England. It's cute. I mean, not great, but where's it? It just came out. So in theaters only? I guess so. Hmm. I mean, I saw a screener, but like they sent me a screener cuz you know, I'm the in with the press. Oh, aren't you special? Oh, I'm so special. <laughs> you know. Short bus special, that kind of special, yeah. Very cool. No, I'm intrigued about it. Wow. Oh, uh, Catherine Calberti, you might like it. It looks like a cute kind of film. It's cute. I, I didn't love it, but yeah. It doesn't look like it's the kind of movie that would bomb, so. <laughs> I guess, yeah, the one she put out before didn't do very well. She she had another one, was that Sharp, well, what, not Sharp Objects, something. I know she had one she just come out. Wasn't what? good. I know the one she did right before this wasn't good because, yeah. Yeah. Bad reviews. Sharp Stick, was it? Sharp Stick, yeah. I didn't see that one. I don't know. That one got pretty panned. And that came out this year as well. Yeah. It, it, it probably got delayed because of COVID and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I like how, I'm sorry, as I'm looking her up, you know how Google does the people also ask? Uh-huh. 
The first one is what happened to Lena Dunham. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What was her... Did she have some kind of controversy or something? Did she say something people didn't like? What happened to her? <laughs> did she say something like that people took exception to? I don't keep track of shit like this. See, it's one of those funny things where it's like, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or if you're really asking it. Like, I had one... No, I am. Uh, I actually am. Knows? Because, like, seriously, one of the textual healing episodes, I was talking about, like, Taylor Swift, and the person's like, oh, yeah, she wrote a song about breaking up with someone once, right? And I was like... Yeah. And is this yeah, a joke, speak, or are you serious? Every, yeah. That's every, every, every... No. but She what, always says something that pisses people off. I don't know. Oh, uh, Lena Dunham? Yeah. But was there some big one? Like, did she say, like, trans people aren't people or something? Like, like what's her face? Like... Like the Harry Potter lady here. <laughs> We're pretending that Harry Potter somehow manifested itself into a existence. Oh, that's that's the denial that you're living in to yes, to, to make denial. it all okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she it's like Jesus, like it was born without a mother. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Good so luck with that. Frustrating to have someone you love so much. I'm 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 sorry. I'm sorry to pick it at a wound. I didn't mean to. <laughs> like every time I see that bitch's Twitter, I just seem like, can someone please take it away? Look, th- this is example five billion and five that like bad people make good art. You know, like you know what I mean. <laughs> it just is. Like you can't fucking avoid it. Bad people make good art all the fucking time. Okay, I just have to say, <laughs> Lena Dunham just gave an interview for BuzzFeed and how she uh-huh. had to take a break. And seriously, the first line is, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that Lena Dunham has in, been involved in many controversies. So, yeah. She I guess I live under a rock. No, wh- but what is there like a main one? Is there like a big one? Like, what did she say that's, that people don't like? Oh, she said so much. I mean, sh- she's... Said some pretty racist shit before some, uh, she's knocked some sexual assault, uh, survivors and then said that she believes all women. She's just one of those people who just also shouldn't be on Twitter because she's just says shit. Yeah, I think she just likes talking. She likes being provocative. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if she believes in 90% of the shit she says. Uh huh. She just says shit. Well, yeah, what, yeah, whatever. Like, I really, honestly, do not care what what her controversies are. I think she's really talented, and I don't love everything she's done, but I think I think she should be should have a chance to make her stuff. As I said, I still have not given girls a chance. One of these days, who knows? But I, I did like tiny furniture. I'll give her that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a a very qualified provisional endorsement from <laughs> from Mallory <laughs> for Lena. I'm sure she, I'm sure I'm sure Lena Dunham will be re- relieved. I'm say I'm sure she gives two fucks <laughs> about happened. the fact that I it'll give don't her the, it'll like give her Twitter, her, but I like her movie she made. It'll give her the the strength to go on. <laughs> hey, she clearly has it if she just made two movies. Oh sure. Yeah. I went. She had a. She put a book out. I went to her book thing, and I have a drawing somewhere I did of her 
being interviewed on stage. Oh, is that uh, the Not That Kind of Girl or whatever? Yeah, that that book, yeah. Which I didn't read. I I read a couple of things. I think, yeah, I went with my ex. I think maybe she liked... I don't remember. I think it was when Girls May Have Still Been On or had just finished or something when that book came out. I think I actually read that. Or portions. She's she's probably written other books. I don't know. It was her first book. It was in 2014. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if girls may still have been on then. I don't know. I feel like it would have been like at the same time. Yeah. Probably. But okay. Getting out of the denim. Yeah, we covered all that. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about parents next. Sounds good. Who doesn't want to talk about parents? <laughs> All right. Talk to cool. You talk, to you, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.